We're going to talk about hearing God, hearing God. And so um, I know that uh, I want to tell you, I haven't told a joke in a long time. You know, do you know who Mark Zuckerberg is? I think that's how you say it. Zuckerberg? The guy, have you ever heard of Facebook? Okay, he's the one who started Facebook. Anyway, this husband walks into the living room to his wife, and he starts whispering. And she says, why are you whispering? He said, well, I don't want Mark Zuckerberg to hear what I'm saying. And she laughed. He laughed. Alexa laughed. And Siri laughed. If you don't know who any of that thing, then I thought there's probably a lot of truth in, in that. But anyway, uh, I want to talk to you about hearing God today, all right? And I know Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you study that out in different translations and hearing by the word of God, which I believe you can hear God when you read the Bible, but... I believe something comes alive inside of you and me when we hear the voice of God on the inside of us. When you hear the voice of God about a certain subject, you know, I heard someone say this one time, uh, the Bible is the only book that you need the author to be present when you read it. Luke chapter 8, verse 18, it says this, so per- so. Pay careful attention to your hearts as you hear my teaching. For to those who have open hearts, even more revelation will be given to them until it overflows. And for those who do not listen with open hearts, what little light they, may, they imagine to have will be taken away. It says that you need to hear with open hearts. And if you hear, then more will come. So this is what I believe this scripture, one thing it's saying is that increase comes by hearing. Increase comes by hearing. And listen, it's not just what you've heard. How many really believe that God is eternal and that the Bible is, as far as the revelation of it's eternal, and that we will never know everything? But yet as Christians... We have this mentality that on certain subjects we know everything. Or we can't change what we already know or have been indoctrinated with. I think most of us would say, I'm pretty teachable. I'm talking about you, not me. You would probably say about yourself, I think I'm really teachable. 15, 20 years ago, I would have said that. And I did say that. I've said this probably in our church trying to look to see who's been here. Sarah can probably tell. I've said this for years and years and years. The number one quality that any Christian should have is this, that you be teachable. I've said that for a long time. And I think most of us probably think that we're more teachable than what we really are. Because if, if you hear something different than what you've been taught for maybe all your life and you hear something different you go "Ah." I'm just saying that according to this scripture you shouldn't be gullible let's just be perfectly clear not to be gullible but to be open if you hear something different 
than what you have been taught. I say this jokingly, but it's true. Somebody says, well, um, I don't know if I believe what you just said, you know, about that. And I say, hey, no problem. Ten years ago, I wouldn't believed it either. And it came from me. Some of the things I taught 10 or 15 years ago, I don't believe today. And I taught it from the pulpit. Oh. So what's your point? My point is just stay open. Just stay open. I do know this, that, you know, when your parents uh, tried, when you were a little kid and they tried to get you to hear and you were busy doing something, uh, or even like my wife when I'm watching football, she'll say, Mike, Mike, and it's just like, she will do something to get my attention. So that I will hear her. All right? Now, maybe she'll throw a paper wad at me. Hopefully, it's not too, too anything heavy she'll throw at me. But she'll get my attention so that I will hear her. Because it's important that I hear her. And I just know that God says, I, I do that too, Mike. I don't whisper in this faint voice and go, oh, well, they didn't hear me. Oh, well. Really? You think your parents or your spouse will do that, but God won't? Because they have something important to say to you, yet you don't think God will do that? I used to be like that. I used to think, oh, man, I don't want to miss what God's saying. Oh, and I always almost have a, a, a fear of, like, missing what God would say. And, and it's like, God go, really? you you fear that you might miss what I'm saying? I go, yes. So you think I'll whisper it one time and they go, okay, you didn't get it. Too bad, so sad. Never going to say it again. Do you think I'm really like that, Mike? Well, I hope you don't think God's like that. But um, I know some people think strange things when it comes about hearing God. You know, they think, I want to hear an audible voice. I want to hear, you know, I want it to be like Moses. I want a burning bush experience. Can I say something to you? The reason God talked to Moses that way to get his attention as a burning bush is because he wasn't inside of Moses. Today, the burning bush is inside you and me. So if you're waiting for a burning bush experience, you're probably not going to get it. It's inside you. God's inside of you. And I'm here to tell you today that I guarantee you, everybody that's in here, he's spoken to you. He's spoken to every person watching me. He has spoken to you. The problem is, we didn't know that it was God. But after today, I believe you will. Aren't you glad you came to church? Aren't you glad you tuned in? This is the thing. I used to think that, you know, when I was growing up, you know, that God spoke to me in some, you know, mysterious godly voice. You know, like, Michael. <laughs> you know, he called me Michael like when my mom would do that because it's important that I hear that or I was in trouble. Michael Davis. You know, that's not a good thing. But I would thought I would hear, you know, Michael. Yes, Lord. Your servant heareth. 
I never get that. You know, you may think that God's voice is, you know, like, like I said, Brad Pitt or, or somebody. You may think it's like Pastor Mike's voice. Okay, maybe not. But anyway, um, you, it's funny how what people think God's voice is. I'm going to help you out today. Are you ready? God's voice is like your voice. Sounds just like you. When God speaks to me, it's just like I, you, what you're hearing today, my voice. That's how God speaks to me. He uses my voice. He doesn't use, you know, Brad Pitt or any other Tom, Dick, or Harry. He doesn't, Bugs Bunny. He doesn't use any of those characters. He uses my voice. Guess whose voice he's going to hear, what you're going to hear when you hear God? Your voice. And you, you just disclaim it as being God. He's going to use your voice. And I guarantee you, you've heard God and didn't even know it. Guarantee it. So, I know a lot of people, they think, well, I just want to try to hear something out here. That's the natural man. And the natural man doesn't hear God that way. I mean, the spiritual man doesn't. That's not how we hear. I'm not saying that he cannot speak to you outside in the natural. I mean, if he used a donkey in the Old Testament, I mean, come on. And I know some of you, he could use your spouse. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, First um, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Most people read that and they stop right there and they think he's talking about heaven. I understand there's things that are prepared for us in heaven, but I don't think that's the full meaning of this because of the next scripture. Verse 10 says this, But God has revealed them. What is the them? The things that he's prepared. He's revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, just the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So God is saying that your spirit is where you, he's going to talk to you at. And you can hear God so many different ways. We think that God, you know, and, and I've heard teachings where God, this, if you hear from God, this is how he, he's going to speak to you. Let me just say this. He can get his way of you hearing him and to me in different ways. You know, when I'm with my wife, there's some times that uh, she does not have to say a word and I've got the communication. I know what she's trying to say. And if you've been married very long, you know that too. Like, she's, mm, she, mm, something's wrong, something's wrong. You just know. She didn't say anything. There's just a knowing. Some people call it instant institution. That's not what they call it. Intuition, which could put you in an... In no, but I'm just kidding. You, there's just a knowing. Now, you can have a thought. Not every thought that you have is God, by the way. You can have a thought. You can just have a knowing. 
And there's so many different ways, and I want you, I, I'm, I've really took a long time on communion. I don't want to apologize for that, but ma'am, I, I'm going to be real tight, so listen fast, all right? I just know that God can talk to you in so many different ways. Just about almost every movie that I watch, almost, not quite, but almost every movie I watch, God speaks to me, and I hear it. I, I'm just, natural things, natural things. I don't know if, I don't have enough time to go into it. But I've watched movies before years ago. I remember watching The Matrix. Have you ever seen The Matrix? If you think it's a bad movie, pray for me. But anyway, I was watching. And at the very end, the guy, the, he, he lives in this computerized world. And there's guys that are trying to kill him and get to him. And at the very end, he realizes that he's the one and he's got power to overcome everything. And the, these three guys are chasing him all through the movie. And they just, just shoot and emptying the revolver on him. All three right in front of him. And he holds his hand out, and all the bullets stop in midair. And he just picks one out. And once he looks at it, and he realizes this has no power, and all the bullets just fall to the ground. Those three guys were in fear and terror. They realized, he realized who he was. And the Lord says, that's you, Mike. When you realize who you are, nothing can come against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, I know that God wants you to know today that he speaks to you. He is speaking to you. And I'm going to go as far as say he speaks to everybody on this planet. Everybody on this planet God is speaking to. I was watching this documentary this couple weeks or last week or a few while back. And it was on the SR-71. If you don't know what that is, it's the fastest plane that's ever been built. The thing is, that thing was built in 1964, before computers. They used slide rules. You guys don't even know what a slide rule is. They used slight, and they came up with the technology for an aircraft to fly at 85,000 feet doing Mach 3. That's three times faster than the speed of sound. Speed of sound at sea level is about 767. So three times that, 22, 2,500 miles an hour, 85,000 feet in the air. The plane was flying so fast, the, the skin of the aircraft got up to 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. So they had to develop a way so it wouldn't literally start melting. And they did in 1964. And the cameras on that aircraft, that was a spy plane, could take pictures of things on the ground, 85,000 feet up in the air, and it could read the license plate. 1960s. And the Lord said, I did that. And I went, what? I'm watching this and going, this is so cool. This is great. Great. And the Lord says, I gave him that idea. God gives people ideas that they, they have no clue that it came from him. Kelly, the guy who, who invented it, he may have, but I kind of doubt it. But the, guy, the people who developed the internet, the iPhone, all these crazy things that it just makes your mind go bonkers. You think, wow, they were really smart. Really? 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 God says, I created the internet so my word, my good news could go into China. 
my good news could go into Afghanistan, Iraq, the Middle East, Louisville, Kentucky. So my good news can go all around the world. He says, I developed and caused things to happen so people, my kids, can enjoy life just for enjoyment. John 10, 10, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. God wants you to enjoy life. So many people say, oh, would it have been awesome to be, you know, back 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago? Not so much. I'm glad I don't have to go to a path to go to the bathroom. I'm just saying. I'm glad I can flush and it's, woo. We live in the most awesome time. And God has given people such phenomenal ideas. And he speaks to them in their own voice. They don't even have a clue that it's God. Listen to me. You're just one great idea away from having a financial breakthrough. You think, well, I'm just not smart enough. Listen to me. All these people have got all these great inventions, all this great stuff. I mean, the Amazon guy, Jeff Bezos. Bezos? However you say his name. Anyway, how? Him. He... He's a multi-multi in the top five billionaires of the planet. I don't know. I just think that was a God idea. If nothing else for me, I love getting online. I want to get that. Okay. It's at my doorstep tomorrow. Prime is for me. It had my name on it. Prime, Mike Davis. There's just great things like that. God says, man. Is he a good father or what? I said, is he a good father or what? We try to spiritualize, you know, his ooky, spooky spiritual stuff. And God says, nah, I'm going to speak to you just in normal, normal things, normal ways. He can speak to you in a movie. He can speak to you through your pastor. That's amazing, though. Speak to you through your pastor. He can speak to you just by you having a dream or a vision. There's all these things, but he can just speak to you of a knowing. You don't hear anything, you just know. I have that feeling a lot. I just know, oh, I know. Okay, I'm going to do that. And then when I look at it and I go, that was God. Wow, that was God. I'm telling you, oh man, I wish I had about 30 more minutes. But listen to me, I'm out of time. I'm past two minutes time. But listen to me. I just want you to get this today that God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. You don't have to beg. Don't have to quench. You don't have to go and fast. God, I want you to hear me. I, I want to hear you. I want to. No, just, just relax. When you rest and relax and you know, you'll just hear God. You'll hear God. I guarantee you every person here today and watching has heard God thousands of times and you never knew it. And it's okay. He's okay with that. The Passion of the Christ was um, Mel Gibson. I believe that was a God-inspired. He got, that was all God. It ministered to millions of people around the world. I don't think he had a clue that that was a God thing. You know what? God doesn't go, on it. No, he just goes, it's all right. It's all right. And guess what? It's okay that if you don't know it's God, just don't, he just wants you to know. But I do know this. When you start acknowledging, it becomes more real to you. When I lose my keys, I do this. I know this is weird. 
can't find my keys or I can't find something, I say, okay, Holy Ghost, you know where it's at? I believe you're going to guide me. I say the Holy Ghost leads me and guides me in all truth, shows me things to come. He leads me, he guides me all the time. I am led every day of my life. I am led by God every day of my life. I hear God every day of my life. And then when I do find something, I go, thank you, Jesus. I acknowledge that. Let's stand. Uh, this is why I say in 1 Corinthians six seventeen it says this, but he that is joined to the Lord... He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. One spirit. What does that mean? When you hear yourself speaking, don't just discount that. That's God. Now, I'm not saying, let, you know, if you hear the voice that says, I'm going to go eat, a, buy a half a gallon of ice cream, and I'm going to eat it all. That may not be God. Not every thought that you have is God, but a lot of your thoughts are God. So I want you to start realizing that and believing that. You're hearing God, ladies and gentlemen. Kids, don't think, oh, man, when I grow up. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, not kids. You're young adults. You're hearing God. He can tell you great ideas. He can tell you great things to get promotion in your job. He can open up doors for you to even get a better job. People says, I just want to get a better job. Listen, the Holy Ghost, your Heavenly Father wants you to have a better job than you ever dreamed of. Your Father wants you to have a great job. He wants you to have great income. He wants you to have great relationships, great marriage, great kids. Great, you, That's your Father.